We're glad to see so many of you all on here. We are uh, getting up to 50, and uh, people are joining, and we, we are uh, grateful for that. I pray that you all have had a good day so far, and it's so good to see so many of you all on here. So thank you for joining us on the call. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing Always good to hear my thank you. Glad to be on the call. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to be here. We're glad you are able to continue to do this prayer for us on every Wednesday for the 18th. Yes, we're very happy. We are thankful for that. You. Yeah. Thank you. Proud man to do this for us. Yes. He'll be in your right mind. Thank you. Well, we're going, to, we're going to go ahead and get started as far as tonight's sharing is concerned. I want to share um, scripture, so I'm going to put us on, on uh, mute, and we're going to go ahead and get started. Tonight I want to read from, uh, for your hearing uh, Psalm 34, verse 18. It reads, The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart, and save such as have a contrite spirit. Then John chapter 13, uh, starting at verse 2, reads like this. And supper being ended, the devil having already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus knowing that the Father had given all things into his hand, and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured a water, water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter. And Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus said to him, If I do not wash your feet, you will have no part of me. You will have no part of me. In the Negro National Anthem that James Weldon Johnson and his brother uh, J. Rosamond Johnson sung and wrote, there's a line in there that goes something to this effect. Stony the road we trod, bitter the chastening rod felt in the days when hope unborn had died. Yet with a steady beat have not our weary feet, our weary feet, come to the place for which our fathers sighed. My sisters and brothers, tonight we know that life can be so full that it's easy to lose focus and be drawn to things that can really take us out. Some of our weaknesses starts out as strength then our exercise habits become addictive or we use relationships to numb our feelings or our love for others turns into doing things because we need to be needed, which is known as codependency. I've shared with you a few 
scriptures as far as John 13, where Jesus left his prominent position as teacher and healer and rabbi to wash his disciples' feet before he commissioned them into uncharted territory. And similarly, he left the splendor of glory to reach down to us and meet us in the grime of our sins, save us from our sins, and then commission us to do his work. But before he does that, we need Jesus to wash our feet, our weary feet, our sweaty feet, our wounded feet, our bleeding feet, our weak feet, our bruised feet, our running feet, our scared are you going to allow Jesus to wash your feet? Or are you going to do like Simon and push back? Sometimes we believe that all God is interested in is what we do for God, our positions and progress, our roles and responsibility. But yet we see in the Gospels and in his interaction with his disciples that Jesus constantly and consistently demonstrates that he is far more interested in our character than our gifts, titles, connections, achievements, and even money. And it's still true today. Perhaps we're too ashamed. After all, we're supposed to be saved. After all, we're supposed to be leaders in the church. After all, we're supposed to know God on a first-name basis. After all, we're the ones that's supposed to Get it right. So how can we admit that there are times when our TV binging habits have taken us to some destructive places? How do we admit that wounds from our past relationships and our professional disappointments are infected with bitterness? How do we acknowledge that the work we do that we say is fueled by passion, is also fueled by our fears, insecurities, and disappointments. If you're going to share a life with Jesus, if you're going to be shaped by the promises of God, you've got to invite Jesus even into the most painful reality of your existence. It's certainly vulnerable, especially if we're prided ourselves on being the kind of people who have it together all the time. We cannot present or perform our way out of brokenness, no matter how hard we try. Let me say that again. We cannot present or perform our way out of brokenness, no matter how hard we try. But Jesus does not need for us to have it all together. Jesus doesn't want us to pretend that life and losses haven't happened to us. Jesus is the God in flesh who intends for his disciples to know that he loves them, even to the point that he laid down his life for us, that you and I 
might live. So as we prepare to go into prayer, what parts of your life do you need to let your guard down and allow Jesus to wash your weary, wounded, bleeding, stinky feet? Thank you, Pastor. Yes. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. What a beautiful set, man. Yes, it was. So, as we prepare, as we prepare for prayer tonight, as we prepare for prayer tonight, I want you to lift up, hear your prayer concerns. Let's take them before the Lord. And um, it is my hope and prayer that as this devotional, of course, has worked on me as well, I pray that it has given you lift and encouragement to know that God don't need for you to have it all together. Just need all of you. Prayer concern. Just Peter and her family. Lift up Kendall family. We want to lift up well, the family, the lady that was crying, well, the lady was, that was upset, Amos pray for her. Angela and Jordan Lewis, I greet the family, all those still recovering from COVID, the the homeless people, and Jordan Collins, the Collins family, my cousin Shay Clark, the Holland and Brown family, Eva McCollum, the family. Weathers okay. and Anderson, the Ford family, the Mint family, Red Smith, the Rose family, Butler and Phil family, Sutton family, Clark family, Reverend Scott family, the Harrison family, that's for you and your family. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Truesdale and Duke, family. Lady and Truesdale families. All right. The young lady that was on the phone crying early, pray for her. Yes. yes. Who was that? Do we know? We don't, we don't know. know. We don't know. Wow. Okay. The I pray that we have asked for wisdom and an understanding heart on all of us. Amen. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Oh, God, we come to you on tonight uh, um, being challenged that you and the form of your son, Jesus, have no problem with us exposing our vulnerability to you. When Jesus was here on earth, he washed the feet of all of his disciples with the exception of Judas, because these would be the disciples that would carry out his word, his witness, and his work. And so God, Judas' feet did not get washed because Judas wouldn't be around to do what 
he needed to have done. God, we come tonight because as we realize there are times when we have to be willing to expose our vulnerabilities to you. You already know how we are. And yet, God, um, so many of us want to pretend that we have it all together. And there are times, God, that for some we are really breaking down and on the verge of giving up. So, God, on this evening, I, I pray for all the various concerns that have been lifted up to you. God, you are able to sort out the various voices, and you're able to string along from heaven the answer to those prayers. And so, Lord, if you would, in your own sovereign and powerful way, start moving right now in the name of your son, Jesus. God, there are people who need comfort. There are people who need their tears wiped. There are people who need strength in their weakness. There are people who need grace for their grime. There are people who need forgiveness. Others of us need to be healed. Others of us need to know we're not alone. So God, if you would, in your own sovereign and powerful way, just move right now. In the name of your son, Jesus. Send healing, send deliverance, send salvation, send forgiveness, send grace and mercy and love and power and peace and resources. Just move as you can, oh God, in our various situations and circumstances. God, I don't know who the young lady was that was crying earlier, but I pray that you will move in her situation. You know who she is, and that's the most important thing. God, I pray that you will touch her right now. Wipe tears from her eyes and give her the resolution that she needs for whatever she's dealing with. We know you're able, oh God. And we know you can do anything but fail. So God is prepared to leave from this call. God, we pray that you will empower us to see the rest of this week out strong. We pray, oh God, for uh, that you will bless each and every family represented on this call. And God, that you will use us to be your evangelists, your missionaries, your servants in a world that is dark, broken, and in need of your light. Now, God, we thank you for being able to pray to you. But even more importantly than that, we just thank you for being our God and our Savior. And we do love you. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray this prayer. Amen. Thank you. Good night. 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 Good
Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Everyone be blessed. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Good night.